This is a summer special episode of Proper English and is brought to you by nouns, verbs and adjectives. Hello, my name's Alison. And I'm Dave. And we'd like to welcome you to a very special episode of our podcast called Proper English. English. If you're learning languages and you want to know the difference between adjectives and adverbs, if you get stuck thinking of the right preposition, if you're puzzled by common nouns and proper nouns, then this podcast is just the thing for you. Well, Something exciting's happening today, isn't it, Ali? Oh, yes. We're on location, especially so that we can meet a special guest, our friend and Portuguese teacher, Emma. Hello, Hello Emma. Emma. Hi, Dave and Ali. So, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, Emma, and why we're here with you today. Okay, then. Well, I'm a language teacher, both of English and Portuguese, and my star students, too. <laughs> Dave and Ali have kindly agreed to collaborate on making a podcast to demystify the basic grammatical terms that many language learners mix up for one reason or another. From my experience, both as a language learner and teacher, knowing these terms is incredibly helpful and is something everybody can do. And you have a great analogy about learning to drive, don't you? Yes, Alison. You see, both learning to drive and learning a language have theoretical and practical aspects, both important but very different. And if you don't know key terminology when learning to drive a car... Ah, you mean like clutch and handbrake and indicators? Exactly. If you don't know what they are, the learning process is tricky when somebody else is explaining it. So, with language, nouns, adjectives and verbs and so on are like the clutch and the brake. Yeah, but you don't need to know the inner workings of a car to drive it, like the alternator head gasket and stuff. In the same way, you don't need to know all the intricate grammatical terms, things like the oblique complements, the transient verbs, etc., in order to be able to drive the language. I'm still puzzling over what an oblique complement is. <laughs> so am I, Dave. <laughs> when you find out, you can tell me, okay? Okay. It's, it's like being nice, but not being nice at the same time. Okay. <laughs> Great. So, today really is all about getting to grips with those basic terms and how they work so that we're all singing from the same hymn sheet. Ah, that could be idiom of the week if we have time, Dave. Mm. Okay, so Emma, let's start with the nouns. Okay then. So, nouns. These are things. They can be concrete, real. For example... Mm. Car, dog, book. Yeah. Or abstract. Um, oh, yeah, it's like... It, Idea, information, speed. Great, yeah. And you can usually precede these with the word the. Right. And also, we've got another category called proper nouns, like proper English, uh -huh. <laughs> which are capitalised words like Dave, Hello. England, London. And in English, most nouns can become plural. <laughs> Great. So that's nouns introduced. So what do we need to know about verbs, Emma? Verbs. Now, these are doing words that are the actions of every sentence. So, like walk, run, 
feats work. Yeah, they can be an action that's not visible. Well, so, so like uh, think, because you can't see people thinking. Believe, <laughs> smell, want. You can see people thinking sometimes if it's a really tricky question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's right. But there's no movement yeah. there. You're not yeah. got any yeah, you're not yeah. burning right. lots of calories doing that. <laughs> um and what is it about verbs? We can often modify them, mm-hmm. change them, depending on who the person is doing the action. And they're wonderfully straightforward in English, aren't they? I walk, you walk, he she walks. We walk, they walk. Yeah, walk in the park. So (laughs) unlike many other languages, which modify them for each person, and we also in English modify them, change them to show the time, the tense. So walked, ran, eaten, working, to show past or present or future. That's it. You've got it. Right. Now, I like a well-used adjective. Tell us about those, Emma. Okay. So adjectives describe nouns. Mm -hmm. So words like red, good, big, useful, great. And when they go with a noun, in English they go before it. So I end up with red car, good dog, empty bag. Ah, yeah. See, that's back to front compared with many other languages, isn't it? Mm. It's like driving on the other side of the road. Ah, yeah. (laughs) I never thought of that. (laughs) And do the adjectives and the nouns always go side by side? Not always. We can separate up the nouns and the adjectives and say things like the book is big. The idea was useful, but we're still clear about what we're describing. And we can use more than one adjective together. But there's a strict order in English for them to be in according to their use. So, for example, nice, big, flat... An old round box. I love this. And nobody teaches us as native English speakers about this order. We just know from growing up with the language. And it actually sounds weird if it's in the wrong order. Yeah, the round, old, nice, big box just sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? (laughs) Now, adverbs. You're not a fan of adverbs, are you? Don't get me started. Me and Stephen King. (sighs) Okay, then. We'll keep it quick then, Dave. Adverbs. Um... They usually describe verbs, and they often end in L-Y in English. So we have words like quickly, carefully, normally, and then we've got some that don't end in L-Y, like fast or well. And where do they need to go in a sentence? They can change, and sometimes this changes the meaning. So think about, I eat breakfast normally, or I normally eat breakfast. Great stuff. How do you eat breakfast abnormally, I wonder? <laughs> But these are the more subtle aspects and where punctuation becomes really important. But do you know what? I think that's probably another podcast. I think so too, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, you, you can say a lot about that. Adverbs can modify adjectives too, don't forget. So I could say the weather is very good. Uh, uh, yeah, of course. You never really think about adverbs like being very. It's just a word. Isn't it? You know what I mean? You don't you don't actually think, oh, I know, very, I'll use that as an adverb. The main problem I've got with adverbs, right, is is when you're talking about speaking. Okay, because you can choose a word like we blurted it out. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you choose the right verb, you might not need an need adverb. Yeah, you don't need the adverb. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Okay, back down to earth now. <laughs> We talked a bit about prepositions in episodes two and three. So tell us more about those, Emma. 
Well, yeah, there's a lot to say. And the, these prepositions, they're tricky little words that everybody hates. Well, talking about language learners. So what are they? They're tiny words in, on, at, by, through, for, etc. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in a sentence they actually give meaning. So something like the cat is on or under or by, etc. the table. But more often not, it's an arbitrary choice. It's part of a set language pattern we just have to learn. <laughs> but once you've got a core amount learnt, you start to get a feel for them. Okay. And you can, you can come up with the right one without having to have learnt it. But until that comes, you really just have to study, study, study. Deep joy. There you go. <laughs> so we've got two types to learn of these. The first one are dependent ones, which don't usually modify the meaning. Good at, interested in, famous for, mm-hmm. for example. And the second group are phrasal or idiomatic, which English loves, which together with the verb make a whole new unit of vocabulary you have to learn. So some common examples are get up, Leave your bed, not get and up. Put up with, which means to tolerate, not you put and then up and then with. Right. Take off, plane, leave the ground, or being successful, for example. Ah, ah, yeah. Nice, thank you. Right. So, what we're going to do now? Okay, so how about I challenge you mm-hmm. to? Are mm-hmm. you up for a challenge? Always yes. up for a challenge. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a sentence and you guys can tell me what all the words are. Right. What do you think? Okay. 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 Give it a go. Okay. So you inspired me, Dave. Dave slowly ate the hot soup. Ah. Right. Right. Over to you. We're going through it one by one, Dave. Yep. So, okay. Let me start then. Dave, that proper noun there with a capital letter. I'm a proper noun, me. I'm a proper noun. (laughs) Yeah. You got it. Right. So eight verb. The it's an irregular verb. The verb to eat. Okay. Wow. Past tense. Oh my word! He's flying. He's flying. I'm on it. And I noticed you ignored the adverb there slowly. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well what spotted. <laughs> Glossed over that one. <laughs> awesome. What about the Dave? What do we think about that? The is what we were talking about last week. It's the definite article. Okay. Oh, awesome. good for you. Mm. Uh, so hot. Hot. Well, that goes with soup, doesn't it? So it's describing the soup. So yeah, which is a noun. All right. Yeah, yeah. Adjective. And then, what did you just say about the soup? Uh, it's a noun. I'll be right, Emma. Yeah, you are. <laughs> well, I did say you were my star student. You absolutely so there you did. Go. And we've just proved it you to have. everybody. Yeah. 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 Well done. Aww. Gold star. Excellent. 10 out of 10. English is a first language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emma, it's been really nice having you on the on the podcast today. Thank you so much for coming along. Yeah. Um, well, actually, to be fair, we've come here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for collaborating. It's been really good fun. And I really hope that this is going to shed some light on this not so difficult subject. Yeah, and inspiring people to know a bit more. Yeah. Now, if any of our listeners are eager to learn Portuguese, what should they do, Emma? Oh, Portuguese. Well, if they want to learn Portuguese, they could get in touch with me. Okay. And how um, do they do that? 
I'm Portuguese language lessons is what I work under. So you can have a look look for that Portuguese language lessons dot net. Do you have a Facebook page? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. the same name again. Yeah, yeah. Portuguese yeah. language lessons. Yeah, right. brilliant. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. Okay. Well, this has been a pleasure. Proper English. <laughs> It's been great. Yeah. Bom português. <laughs> okay. Obrigada. <laughs> Thank you in Portuguese. And now, by the miracle of modern technology, we're not at Emma's house anymore. Mm -hmm. We're back home. We had such a good chat with Emma. We haven't really got time for an idiom of the week this time. But we hope you had fun listening in on our conversation. If you like what we're doing here, tell your friends about us. The more the merrier. And don't be shy. Let us know what you think on Podbean. Or Spotify. Or Apple Podcasts. Or whichever podcasting platform you're using. Or you can email us at properenglish. Or one word. At sapo.pt. If you have any suggestions for future podcasts. Or if you have any questions or queries about what we've talked about. We'd love to hear from you even if you just want to say hello. So until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English.